Welcome to the Tim Gaither Podcast, episode 65. Today we've got a special guest, my buddy Jay Scott Holman, all the way from Nashville, Tennessee, just outside of Nashville, and his buddy Russell's over there. He's camera shy, he thinks we're live or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how you doing, Jay Scott? Have you had a good time so far? I've had a blast. Yeah, you guys have... We've done everything that I think was on my bucket list. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Went to uh, Musso and Frank's and had a expensive meal. Yeah. What'd uh, you have there? I had the uh, uh, filet mignon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, everything there is, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, where it just comes with fat. A la carte. A la carte. Yeah. And... Uh, so it, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it gets uh, expensive, pretty, expensive quick. pretty quick. Yeah, when yeah. they start charging you for everything, they've got some fancy pants steak place in Kansas City where uh, I took a girl once for Valentine's Day, and it was like a hundred dollars for a fucking steak, and then for a potato, it was like another eight dollars, and you're like, well, shit, for a hundred dollars, you can't, you can't throw a potato on here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a root. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, um, what what did it end up running you? What was the what was the bill at the end of Musso? I you know I don't know. I, it was for the three of us. It was two hundred and fifty bucks. Right okay. Yeah. yeah. So it does stack up on you when you think it's like oh well shit it's twenty for this and. Whatever mm-hmm. for that, it doesn't seem very expensive. Then you get the shit, right. but sometimes it's about the experience too. And you say I've never been there, but now I want to go. Um, oh, it's a great place. It's a lot of you know history. Uh, Charlie Chaplin had a table. You know, oh yeah, I think all the old guys had their own table that they would hold court in during the day. Yeah, you know? yeah, and then they have. Uh, Say red suit coats and shit they have to wear. Yeah, yeah, it's real fancy. They they wear gloves. Yeah, it's a major d. Huh. Yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah, I like it. I like it's like old Hollywood. Yeah, I wish we'd gone now. Have you? uh, So do you do you make this a trip like every year or something? Or is this the first time you've been out here? You know, we come every few years. I think every couple of years. You and Russell always. It's always me and Russell. Yeah. Just about, yeah. Russell, say say hi over there. We know you're in here. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Pull the microphone closer to you. This is just conversation, and you're funny as hell, so you need to be in on it. <laughs> I'll, I'll chime in if, if, it, if it goes to a lull. Well. Are you sorry, you've already missed your chance. <laughs> uh, what else have you done since you've been here? Russell, can you uh, give me that water, buddy? That water? No, 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 no. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you messed up our fancy camera. That's what a prop. 
That's yeah. show business. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that, I'm sorry, buddy. That one right there. No, I didn't want that one either. That one right there. Good God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> needy somebody. See how low budget this is? There ain't no reason to be nervous. <laughs> the only thing that didn't look like a water. <laughs> I thought that was a leftover beer. From... Hit, hit that little thing in the corner that makes it bigger. You see that right there? I think that makes it bigger. Yeah, just hit that. No, no, in the very bottom corner. Bottom, where you had thing. it, yeah. Yeah, there. Hit, hit that thing again. There you go. Now we're bigger. And, yeah, had a kid. Raise it up just a touch. Had a kid. Good. Thanks, buddy. You should have worked it. in home. Yeah, you should have. That was easy. No, my friend, last time we were in here, this is the first, the second time we've we recorded it to put it on YouTube later, and uh, he kept reaching over and touching that thing and, like, to make sure it was still going. And every time he did, I was like, "Oh shit! Don't don't touch that that water bottle of water. That's our that's our keep the iPod up or <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> this is a high dollar <laughs> deal right here. Straight well, it's got Bob this office. yeah, it's got this new this this uh, thing on the computer that's supposed to keep it upright. And uh, anyway, we'll edit that shit out. But that's the beauty of technology. Mm-hmm. You can edit out any damn thing you don't want to. Uh, mm-hmm have in there so so we're down in the basement of the comedy store yeah right? yeah this is where people have probably been murdered before that's what i hear this that's used to be at a ciro's and it was a gangster hangout back in the day and yeah. supposedly yeah some some murders have gone down down here uh-huh. this place is supposed to be haunted there's all kinds of uh well nice <laughs> talking to you <laughs> There's all kinds of, of uh, places in this place that I've been a regular here for nine years, and I've never even been to a lot of the areas in this place. It's a lot bigger than you than you realize, um, this whole comedy store. But yeah, it used to be a, a hangout for the gangsters in the 20s and all that shit when prohibition and all that shit was going on. So, mm-hmm. Have you ever performed here? Used to be murders, now we're cracking jokes. <laughs> This world's gotten better. <laughs> yeah, in some ways. Uh, have you ever done comedy in out here? No, I came here one time just to watch a show. Been several years ago, but I was out back. hadn't been out too long ago because it was when you had to, you know, you couldn't smoke indoors. So I was out back by the dumpster with the waitstaff smoking cigarettes. Yeah. And. Uh, and uh, uh, I, I don't know. I should even. You can say anything you want. Really? Yeah. Andrew Dice Clay walked by, and I said, "Wow, there's Andrew Dice Clay." And one of the wait staff said, "Ah, oh, he's here every night." <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was cool, and he's like, "Yeah, they were like sick of him." Yeah. <laughs> He made a comment on my, I put a thing up the other day about me and my wife having our first sonogram, and and he put up a thing that said, uh, congratulations, I miss you guys, and it was all I could do to be like, well, we've never actually spoken, but I miss you too. (laughs) I told him it meant a lot because he was on one of the first comedy specials I saw when I was a kid that kind of planted the seed for wanting to do comedy, and and I meant it, um, 
but I think he thinks I might be someone else. <laughs> yeah. That's where that Facebook is. Yeah. I don't know half the people on there. Yeah, I don't either. People yeah. comment on there to me that I yeah. act like you would think we were And best. I'm sure they know me, you know. Right. My years of drunkenness, I'm sure they know me, and I just don't recall them, do you which get, I feel bad about. Do but. you get on there much anymore? Not much, but uh, I'm going to repost this. Well, I hope you do. We're doing right here. You know, the last one you were on uh, was pretty popular. Like a lot of people really? wanted to hear what the hell we were talking about. Yeah, it's one of the most popular, one one of the most listened to ones on SoundCloud so far. Well, they yeah. must have thought I was someone else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think a lot of people just uh, really like you in general. You're yeah, like you're a liked man. I'm a lucky guy. Yeah. Well. You're a very uh, even-keeled person. Have you ever been mad about anything? No, you know, I get upset, but it doesn't last yeah. long, I guess. Have you always been that way, or is that something you had to learn? Uh, I guess I've always been that way. Um, I was really quiet, you know, when I was a kid. You know, I, I, I grew up where, uh, you know, you were not to speak unless spoken to, and... No one ever fucking talked to me. <laughs> so, pretty peaceful. <laughs> you're one of the funniest people God ever made, and uh, sometimes I don't even know if you're meaning to be or not. You just you just have a way about you that. Uh, what, how old were you when you realized that you were that you were funny? Well, my grandfather was a funny cat, you know, and I don't think he meant to be, but it was just the the phrases he used and just the the, the just the, the cadence, I guess, of telling a story. And sometimes he'd tell me things that he was dead serious, and I'd start laughing. He'd get mad because mm-hmm. I couldn't tell if he was being serious <laughs> or you yeah. know not being serious. Yeah. So. It's, uh, I think he runs in a family, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. My, uh, my grandpa, the only thing I remember about him, my great-grandpa, was my little brother. We were talking about this yesterday, Russell, about the Washita River. Yes. And, uh, is that how you pronounce it, Washita? Washita. Yeah. yeah. My brother called it the Washateria River. <laughs> and, uh, when he was <laughs> little. The Uchita. Yeah, when he was little, he called it the Washateria River, and he and he asked my grandpa one time. He said, "Are we gonna go to the Washateria River and catch some chirps?" And <laughs> my grandpa, my great grandpa, thought that was the funniest thing he'd ever heard. Every time I saw him, he every time we saw him, he'd be like, "Jimmy, you wanna go to the Washateria River, Washateria River, catch some chirps?" <laughs> What's a chirp? Okay. What is it's, a chirp? Well, a perch. Okay. Perch. Uh, but he was little, so he said chirps. And my grandpa thought that was the funniest damn thing he'd ever heard in his whole life. That is pretty funny. Yeah. You gonna go catch some chirps? <laughs> funny he knew what a washateria was. <laughs> well, he thought yeah, that's that how he pronounced <laughs> I think that's how he thought you pronounced the Washital River. But, uh, anyway. Um, what did you, uh, you mainly grew up in Alabama, right? Well, I grew up a lot of places. My, my father was, uh, a, a career Air Force. Mm-hmm. So I was born in Alabama and I stayed there till I was about 
six. That's where all my family lives. And then it was, uh, man, I can't remember. We, we went to Huntsville, and that's where my father joined the Air Force. And then we went to, uh, I think we went to Panama City, then Fort Walton Beach, and then it was Lubbock, Texas. and So that probably helped you get ready to... Uh to go on the road because you were on the road doing comedy for a long time, right? Like, what, 25, 30 years? Yeah, about 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't like traveling around, but I guess in the end, I really did because I really enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, um, I'd like to get off the interstate and take the back roads and I'd be, you know, I've been uh, to where I... I I was right on time to get to the comedy club, you know. Mm -hmm. I think I may have even been 10 minutes late a time or two because I was taking a back road instead of the interstate. Yeah. But I just like traveling. And that was back when you could, you had to read a map and all that. Right, yeah. right. See, I never did, I, you know, if it wasn't for MapQuest and... and I, I couldn't get around anywhere now. Well, I, you know, I, I can still read a map, luckily, but with... Without a map, I yeah. Russell and I were lost. Oh, especially until around we figured here. out how to use our telephone to tell us how to get to where we were going. Yeah, especially out here. And if it wasn't for uh, MapQuest and being able to print off your directions and all that, I don't know if I would have ever done comedy ever because I could never read a damn map. Right. And I, when I was a kid, I got lost one time. Quick trip from my to my mom's apartment was literally a straight shot. I mean, a straight shot, and somehow I managed to get fucking lost. And, right. and it took me, it was a five-minute walk, and it ended up taking me like an hour and a half to finally get right. home. And uh, I forgot about that. Hey, what do you, what'd you call it? Where it printed out the directions? You had to go to mapquest.com and, and plug in where you were at and where you wanted to go. And then, you know, they'd spit out like four pages of directions and you right. had to go through with a highlighter and be like okay that's right. bullshit that's bullshit I don't, need, <laughs> right. I don't need to pay I attention to that. that and you can narrow it down to about one page like well shit there's only three highways I don't know why there's right. four you know but they'd be like veer to the right and all right. that shit um, but I was just I get lost easy I still get lost easy and uh, if it wasn't for that I've been out here for eight or nine years now and when my GPS doesn't work I'm like well I'm fucked I guess I'm never getting home again right <laughs> I was telling him, I, I remember driving from Little Rock to, which I'd never been to Philadelphia. I drove straight to Philadelphia mm -hmm. and straight to the comedy club without a phone. Really? Yeah, <laughs> and I'd never been there before. And, and this I, was when? Uh, back in the early 90s. Yeah. Well, you know, it's almost like you just kind of adapt to whatever you have to do. And now that we don't have to do shit... Um, that's kind of what we're turning into. It's like making us dumber, you know? Yeah. It seems like, anyway. Like, yeah. we're smarter in some ways. Yeah, I don't need a phone's help. I'm getting dumber <laughs> anyway. I don't need the help of technology. But, yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. It. I don't know. That was a fun trip, though. I, I really just knew I had to go through Washington, D.C., which was just jam-packed. Mm -hmm. with uh, people as rush hour mm -hmm. and uh, traffic wasn't moving and 
I still had to make it to the show on time, so I didn't have time to wait with the normal people. Yeah. So I got off in the grass in the median, and I bet I drove 20 miles. No shit. In the, uh, in the, while the rest of the world was backed up, I, I was in the, I was off-roading. On the grass? On the grass. Were people honking at you and shit? Uh, no, because you know what? It was in like early 90s. It was uh, right before the Bill Clinton uh, inauguration uh-huh. in Washington, D.C., and I, f- I think they figured, like, oh, shit, here they come. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I, <clears throat> I think they were just, like, amazed that this was what it's about to turn into. And I guess it probably did yeah. for Washington, D.C. during the Clinton years. Yeah. What were you driving? I was driving a Honda, a Honda Accord. It was silver with a black hood. Okay. Because I'd hit the Memphis Bridge about a year <laughs> earlier than that. Yeah. And so you had a mismatch a one, one person wreck. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever get any DUIs when you were drinking? Never it? did. I no, never did you either. You know, I was smart enough to sober up somewhat before I... I'd sleep in a car after leaving a bar till I, yeah. or I'd walk over to a, a waffle house or something. Yeah. Or let somebody else drive. Yeah, I never got a DUI, but I deserved thousands of them. I mean, as many times as I drove drunk. And and everybody thinks they drive better when they're drinking, I think. A lot of people do. But I was pretty cautious. Like, I made sure and stopped at everything and mm-hmm. probably too long and, and uh, went to speed limit and all that shit. But I thank God I never got one. Those things are expensive, man. If you get one now, especially, you'll ruin your damn life. Yeah, right. That's why I never wanted to get one, because that was my only means of getting to work. Yeah. Do you you miss doing stand-up? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I do, but I think my time has passed. Well, what was your favorite part of it? I think, you know, meeting people and... Just traveling, just, I like to stop into the, you know, to see the biggest ball of twine or the, <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the world's largest hand dug whale. Uh-huh. And, you know, and good food. You, there'd be the mom and pop places to stop and eat and yeah. world's greatest chili burger somewhere. And yeah. It's just, it's all, I just like traveling. I like to get off the interstate and just. Yeah, see things and meet people. Some of those little diners that you see that you stop at along the way are some of the best places to eat. You know, yeah. historically. I mean, uh, especially if you want like fried chicken or a burger or something. A lot of places these days it seems like like you get a burger, or a steak, or something, and you just want to go. Do you guys have any Lowry seasoning? Like, can you just <laughs> throw some of that on here? Like, you know, they just I don't know. It seems like everything's flavorless. I think, you know, back in those days, the grill of the restaurant had been, you know, by now it's been there for 80 years. Right. And it's well seasoned. Yeah. And now you go to a place that just opened and they cook you something and it's just kind of... Yeah. That's why you're you're not supposed to ever wash uh, uh, 
iron skillets, those black iron skillets, because they... Yeah, that's where the flavor is. Yeah, keep yeah. the flavor in that shit. My stepmom used to always scrub that thing out with a steel wool, and I'm like, no wonder your cooking tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't discover that till 20 years later, and looking back on it, and I'm like, well, that's why. Bitch couldn't cook. <laughs> Russell? How you doing over there, man? Uh, I'm doing good. Taking it all in. Tell us the story about uh, Jay Scott and the uh, and the and man cow. I want everybody to hear this story. I can't remember. <laughs> just just remember. lean into this microphone okay. and tell this story. I have a face for TV, not radio. But you did. You're a fine piece of yeah. ass. <laughs> it's, I don't remember what year it was. It was in Chicago on the man cow morning radio show, and man cow would have a cast of. What eight people in there? Yeah, of his little the, zoo the side crew, crew zoo yeah, crew, the man cow crew, and uh, he would bring in celebrities to to hawk their newest project. And this particular day, Harrison Ford was in there. I don't know what he was hawking some movie he was in, and Harrison Ford seems to be the worst, most boring interview in the world, and just seemed to be no exception. And Jay Scott had a microphone on; they could chime in when he wanted to, and I've, man, cat asking about the about the movie and, and Harrison Ford just, well, we recorded and taped in Las Vegas and some in Arizona and Texas and and Scott he was he was in Harrison Ford was just such a lull talker that Scott keeps his microphone and goes. <laughs> 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 and Harrison Ford just cut his eyes back and forth. He wouldn't say anything. And Man Cow killed the mic. <laughs> killed Scott's mic. You can see the color on all their faces. Just... <laughs> 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 I don't care who you are. Nobody's going to listen to that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you got to speed it up. <laughs> favorite show business story. Yeah, that's funny. I've done a lot of shitty radio, and sometimes it's the DJs, man. Some of the DJs are terrible. Like, you start into a story that's got punchlines and places you need to pause every now and again, and they'll you'll be halfway through a story, and they'll jump in. That happened to me one time, and you're like, oh, yeah. you're done yet, motherfucker. Like, there's right. to this story that you just ruined. Um, yeah, they, they have a habit of filling dead air. They hate dead air, so a pause is just their... Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, but DJs and comedians uh, don't click together. Yeah, especially when they want to be the the funny ones on the uh, on the show, right, and you're like, God right. damn it, what'd you have me in here for? Um, what was the uh, what, what would you say the best era of your life has been so far? Like when you were doing stand up when you were younger? Or? I think when I first started doing stand up. Yeah, you know, it was a dream because it was the era where they still had three shows. They had to have a MC, mm-hmm. and the MC was making four hundred a week. And if you did a, a one nighter or two in between, it would be, you know, uh, you could make six, eight hundred bucks a, a week. Yeah, if you were hustling. Right. But. Uh, and the newness of it when you're starting out, yeah, like yeah. the first two years to me when I was learning how to do it and uh, and just everything, 
you know, was so, I don't know, new, for lack of a better way to say it. Um, it was just a lot more fun for me than, once you start doing it for a living, it becomes kind of stressful. How you doing, Todd? How's it going, buddy? Todd is our, uh, is our photographer that comes in here and takes pictures for us. My buddy J. Scott Holman. How are you? Todd's also a comedian. I didn't know if you knew if you knew Jay Scott or if you've at least heard stories. I've heard stories. Yeah. <laughs> 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 be my mo. Most everybody's got a Jay Scott Holman story. One of my favorites was uh, somebody we were we were talking about you and how funny you were and just about everything. And one time you were t- telling people about something bad that had happened to you, and some other comedian goes. Uh, Man, you need to put this in your act. And you go, these ain't jokes. This is my life. <laughs> act. <laughs> no, no, don't move that, goddammit. I would have done that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking everything up. You've been in here for 30 seconds. <laughs> no, we were recording that on video, and oh. uh, I need to get a better... A better stand for my iPad than that big bottle of water. Yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. be good. Everybody's like, I'm gonna take a drink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Tony, you've been here two minutes and you're fucking shit up. Good reach, Tony. Yeah. Oh, I'm not Oh. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's gonna hang out in here. What'd you do to your elbow? Oh, dude, man, I'm getting old, man. I just Masturbation hit the gym. Yeah, no, I jerk off my right hand. Okay. Jerk, just working out too much. Just going like gym like two, three weeks straight. Oh, wow. And uh, got me a little tennis elbow. Yeah. Getting old, man, what can I say? Yeah. Can't do this shit. Well, the fact that you're going and working out, that's, uh, that's the yeah. hardest part. Yeah. <laughs> when you do it too much. I do it not enough or too much. Jay Scott uh, went to college on a, on a uh, cross-country scholarship. Fucker could run a mile in like four minutes and twenty seconds. Oh god, I hate running. It so takes much. him at least five minutes to run a mile now. <laughs> only five. Only five. I <laughs> take tried like ten. I tried to run across the street the other day. You know, <laughs> the, the countdown. You know, to cross the street had gotten down to zero, and I was still in the middle of the street. Now. <laughs> <laughs> and I took off to try to run, and I just about broke my ankle. I was like, yeah. <laughs> So I just picked it up to a fast walk. I cannot run. Yeah. Running days are over. My niece is probably within, she, she might make the next Olympic team. She's a really talented soccer player, and uh, she was want, wanting me to go for a, a run with her. You know, I still exercise on a regular basis, but... I was never a great runner, and she's like, I'll go easy, and I'm like, Jamie, going easy for you is hell for most people, and I have, I don't want any part of that shit. <laughs> my, my brother was a really talented runner, and we'd go for a run every now and again as kids, and that fucker would run so far ahead of me that I couldn't see him at all, and then he'd, and then before I knew it, I could see somebody running back towards me, and it was him. And he'd stop just long enough to go, what are you doing? And turn around and be gone again <laughs> before I knew it. And I was just like, fuck you. This is why I don't run with you. It's embarrassing. <laughs> but we didn't have a car or anything. That fucker used to run to like parties and go to see his girlfriend. Like, it's only 18 miles and just take off running. Only? Yeah. He was, he was like a cool forest gun. He was. He had this long flowing hair and he'd just take his shirt off and run to the party and put his shirt on and party and then run back home. And fucking run sucks. I'll do heavy bag work and stuff and like 
punching bag, but like people sitting there running on a treadmill all day, it's just, that's just yeah. seems like the worst. It's boring. It's boring. Yeah. Shit, yeah. And how many fat people do you see on a treadmill? It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone on a treadmill is fat. So whatever you're doing is not working. I'm sorry that I wore my hat. He's always bitching at me about wearing this hat on Can't his see his party face. Yeah, but the lighting is so fucked in here that if you don't wear a hat, you look like you're... That's what Premiere, that's what Adobe Photoshop's for. Yeah. Always make you look pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. But yeah, you look like the damn Crypt Keeper if you don't have something covering your eyes in here. <laughs> <laughs> see pictures later, I'm like, holy Can shit. Can anyone do the Crypt Keeper voice? I'm aging bad. <laughs> No, but that was a good show. That was a great show, dude. Crib Keeper. Anyway, what the hell else should we talk about, Jay? What, what are you, you guys are leaving home tonight, aren't you? Leaving on the red eye. So, what are you going to do? You're going to go, we should have had you over to my house. I wish you guys would have flown out of LAX so you could have come by my house and just had dinner with us. And then we, you know, in the airport is like 15 Didn't minutes away. Didn't we fly away. out of LAX? Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Well, shit, then. Maybe we should rethink this whole thing. We're going to go to Roscoe's after this and get some chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles? Yeah, which you're welcome to go, Todd. But uh, my wife was going to meet us because she wanted to meet you. But I thought you guys were flying out of Burbank. No, no. Okay. No, I, I was telling him I wish we had flown out of Burbank, but yeah. that would have made things a lot easier. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out after the podcast, but we should uh, we should figure out a way to... I don't know. You guys come by my house or something. I don't want you to have to wait at the airport for hours on end. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll figure that out. Yeah. There's probably no flight from Little Rock to Burbank. No, probably not. You actually. probably would have had to fly to L.A. and then fly to Burbank. So you're going to Nashville, though, and you're going back to Little Rock. Rock. Okay. But you're on the same first flight, or? No. I fly out at 1 o'clock in the morning. What are you doing? When 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. So what the hell are you doing? I'm going to go to the airport and wait for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to walk by. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kareem might have his own That's, that's cool, I guess. It's, <laughs> it's a strange goal. Gilbert Godfrey, you know. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Kareem uh, probably could fit on a regular airplane. You know, I did see him one time at the LAX, and the funny thing about it was he walked by, and right behind him, swear to God, was Gilbert Godfrey. And he's yeah. five foot tall. Yeah. And that building bar is what, 7 2? Look like, like an evolution mm-hmm. poster. You look like a special <laughs> needs little brother. <laughs> Following him in the airport. <laughs> uh, so you got to do everything you wanted to do, though. Well, we usually see, uh, you know, some kind of celebrity. You know, you're it. <laughs> well, I feel bad for you, man. <laughs> Letting people down on a daily basis, man. <laughs> I, I see celebrities out here and don't realize who they are until someone says, that was so-and-so, and I'm like, oh, no shit. Like, I don't know. Like, After yeah. you've been here a while, you just get numb. You're like, mm, right. I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I comic never, I really like. I just never noticed, I just never realized that somebody's famous. Well, last time I got starstruck was I saw Bill Burr at the factory, and I'm like, <gasps> and I just choked like a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really? know what to say to him. <laughs> yeah, well, he's a nice, normal dude for the most part, though. He's a he's a good guy. You didn't talk to him? Uh, actually, I did, and it was so bad because I mean, he just killed Slade at the factory. He came up the back stairs, and he's coming at me. I'm like, here's your chance. <laughs> and all I come up with was nice set. 
I'm not surprised I'm going to come play in my treehouse. I was just so <laughs> embarrassed. And he just kind of looked at me, and I'm like, eh, I just fucked that up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> me and Bill Burr will no longer will not be friends now. Yeah, well, you might never know. Life's not over for you, buddy. <laughs> Who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met out here? Uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, gosh, we've seen so many. Uh, probably Donald Sutherland. Oh, yeah? Did you talk to him? Uh, no, we embarrassed him. <laughs> How'd you Sorry, embarrass him? Well, I was here with a girl, and we were walking into Musso and Frank's, and he was walking out, and he was doing, he was kissing, and, you know, thinking, you know, and he was, you know, what is, making his grand exit. And uh, we walk in the door uh, with my girlfriend at the time, and she sees him, and she says, Holy shit! It's Sean Connery. <laughs> so, and then, you know, his head, his whole body language changed. Just, you know, kind of slowed down out of there. But That's funny as hell. Yeah, so we didn't get a chance to talk to him because she ruined that yeah. for us. But I don't know, we've seen uh, Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen uh, uh, Valerie Harper. Who else have we seen? We've seen some big ones. Sean Penn? Sean Penn. Oh, yeah, did you Yeah, I smoked Sean a cigarette Penn? next to Sean Penn. I just said, how you doing, brother? And he said, so he didn't really talk back. Yeah. He nodded, at, recognized me by nod. Tell us about the time you met Charlie Daniels. That was kind of a funny story. <laughs> nah, I met Charlie Daniels down in Florida at a casino. And we were at an after party party. Yeah. And Charlie was, he was standing by the door and he was ready to go. And I walked over to him and I said, uh, I said, Charlie, I said, I always thought the devil won that violin contest. <laughs> and right then he's like his old minor change. He started looking for his handler. You know, and, you know. and I said, I'm just kidding. I said, uh, I said, uh, I said, how you doing? He said, I'm plum tuckered out. Yeah. And uh, I said, me too. I said, uh, will you give me a ride back over to the hotel? <laughs> then he's like, really? He's like, no. Nah. I'm just kidding again. Just joking again, Charlie. <laughs> I left him alone. I think he was getting the hell out of there. That's the only song I that's the only song I've ever tried to karaoke. It was the devil went down to Georgia and I thought I knew the words and you start to sing it and you realize, oh shit, I don't know this near as well as I thought I did. Right. I was trying to impress some girl in Arizona or something and so She's the one that convinced me to do karaoke, and it, it didn't go well. But I always loved that damn song. My favorite part is when he's like, I done told you once, you son of a bitch. I'm the best it's ever been. If that doesn't fire you up, I don't want to know you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He had some good ones. Yeah, he sure did. He had, he had a, a tape I used to have. That's how long ago I had it. It was a tape, and... Uh, about the woolly swamp and all that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you remember what tape I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. No. Anyway, he had a bunch of good songs on there. Devil went down to Georgia. He Sitting had... on a bar stool, acting like a darn fool. Yeah. Yeah. I, said, I like that one. 
So, uh, you don't drink much anymore, do you? I don't drink much. I'm off my meds this week, so I'm drinking a little bit. But when I'm on my meds, you know. Makes it pretty impossible. Yeah, you know, I'm sleepy enough while the meds are going, so drinking would just double that down, I'm afraid. Yeah. For people who don't know, uh, Jay is battling cancer right now, and uh, these medicines, have you finally figured out the... uh... Yeah, Uh, I changed meds, and I got on one that, uh, the other one just made me feel rotten. This one just makes me sleepy. Yeah. But I've got the dosage down to where I can... What did your doctor say about you skipping out on it for a week? I don't think he knows. <laughs> I don't have to tell everything. I do. <laughs> My you don't business. need to know every damn thing. <laughs> Just well, like the government. Yeah, there's no point going on a vacation if you can't eat, and if it's right. if it, that's why I came here mostly was to eat. Yeah. Know? Well. And he was complaining I was too skinny, so yeah, came out here to eat. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'll have to go back on the meds tomorrow, but I'm feeling good today. Yeah, well, you ought to take them for your flight and knock your ass out for that shit. Yeah, I, Mama, uh, I live with Mama now, but uh, she won't give me, uh, I've got a, like a big bottle of pain pills, you know, mm-hmm. like the good the oxy, good, you know, the kind that the whole world is trying to get rid of at the moment. But Yeah. Mom will not let me have any because I'll turn into a, and she's probably right. I'll turn into <laughs> a legal heroin. <laughs> she'll not see me again until she finds me under a bridge somewhere. But, so she doled out two. I said, "Now you got to have two in case something, you know, I'll break a leg or something." You know, I just, right. But uh, so I hadn't had to have it taken up. So I think that's what I'm going to take on the flight. To, yeah. Zonk out. Are you flying Southwest? Because I got a shitload of coupons for drinks they give me. They send <laughs> really every month. They send me like four or five free drink coupons. And I'm trying like, to tell you something, man. I'm get, like, get I have the wagon. Seven years. Why don't you send me some free internet passes or something? <laughs> right. But yeah, are you flying Southwest? No, no. Well, then never mind. Yeah. I mean, I'm you fly, can try I'm to get flying Southwest, Southwest uh, next month. So all right. Well, if I got any in my bag, they're yours, buddy. Bam. Um, but yeah, I used to get hammered on flights, man. I I, I used to sweet talk the uh, stewardess out of free drinks all the time. First drink, tip her five bucks, and then I'd get free drinks all night. Well, I would just go time. back there and and just I don't even remember some of the shit that used to come out of my mouth when I was drinking. But I got a lot Put of free that Southern drinks. charm. Hey there, Lily. Yeah, <laughs> get you in the extra bottle laying around. I'd just be talking to her and and be like, it's buy two get one free, right? Shit like that. And, <laughs> Stuff, you know, half the time they just they just, just end up handing one to me. Get out of here. Yeah, I can beat it. I got cut off on the way to Korea. It was a 13-hour flight, and I was on this red wine kick. And I don't know why, but I kept drinking and drinking, and I just didn't feel a buzz at all. So I just kept ordering them. And uh, towards the end of the flight, I was like, can I get one more of these? And she was like, uh, no. <laughs> you had too much. And I'm like, no, I'm, I feel fine. And 
I had the worst red wine headache though by the time uh, we landed and oh, uh, that's why I hate yeah a, a hangover on a plane is a bad thing bad thing yeah. yeah I think the altitude makes it worse yeah yeah I, I, I don't have the science to back that up <laughs> I think it's true did you or do you still have a uh, favorite stand-up comedian of all time you know, you never hear of him, but uh, Michael Florowax was one of my faves. And you'll just have to Google Michael Florowax. Florowax. Yeah. Okay. That was not his, that was his showbiz name. Right. I yeah. hope so. His <laughs> <laughs> name transfer. His real name was Butt Cheese. Butt Cheese. Was his real name. <laughs> just one of those guys who was just insane, you know, just say. Pretty much anything. And after a while, you get into his rhythm and they could say anything or make a sound and you just howl. It was just, yeah. He was just so good at uh, just being, I think he taught me how to be bigger than life, you know, when you, which yeah. I was never real good at because I just stood there like a potted plant. But, <laughs> you know, he would. You know, he had animation about him, and he was just... Yeah. Well, your CD, which is my favorite CD of all time, uh, you're pretty animated in that. Just, I mean, I had to picture it because it was a CD, and I'd never met you yet, but um, you were pretty fired up for that one. I remember at the beginning, you are like, talking about, Merry Christmas, Happy Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, if that's your passion. <laughs> and, then you, and, then, and then Jay goes, he goes... He goes, that's a holiday, Whitey. You knew that, didn't you, big cracker bastard? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be amazed at those who know. Get with it, Whitey. You knew that, didn't you, Whitey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the funniest thing. And uh, we were talking last night about the, the gig we did. Uh, I've talked about the worst gig I've ever done a few times. We did it. Jay and I yeah. did a... 750 seat theater in Branson this guy trying to bring R-rated comedy to Branson and the most we had at any show was 17 <laughs> and they were all spread out and but that's where I re that's where I, I learned by watching you that like sometimes you just have to push play in your head until you're done and pause at all the same spots <laughs> and this guy had our face on a big jumbotron and it was hot in there and none of our sets were going well but Jay's up there sweating and shit, and he'd have, he's got these big hands, and he'd rub them across his face, and he just. Ah. <laughs> 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 and they didn't like it. Was R rated just. What's that? R rated comedy? They didn't like it, you said? Well, well it was in Branson. Branson was a, a, like a family oriented town, okay. so I'd never seen. Right. Well, I wouldn't say uh, adult comedy, you don't say R rated. Well, and and the, it was shut down for the season, so it was like you know nobody's there in the yeah. summertime. It's like oh. a ghost town. Why uh, why he did it in the first place, I don't know. But why he put us through that torture, I really don't. <laughs> yeah. Know, why he picked us? Torture is a good word for it. It was fucking brutal. I mean, I remember just standing there, and I felt like. I felt like every joke I every to joke I told it was like somebody reaching out and just kicking me right in the nuts. Like, yeah, <laughs> here's what we think of that. <clears throat> so, like doing a set in L.A. Right. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. it's yeah it's rough here. Yeah. Have you done comedy in, in L.A. at all? I, I have a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Did you enjoy it or some of them were sets that were like set ups 
so they were good. Right. You know, they, they brought in the crowd. They had a crowd warmer up mm -hmm. there, you know. Yeah. So they were good, but I've, yeah, I've done others where I just, you know, talked my way on to getting on and right. going on. Those were not so fun. Yeah, sometimes the uh, um, audiences out here are so politically correct, and uh, I, I don't know if it's politically correct or, if, you know, like I've been in the comedy store where sometimes half the room is like, doesn't speak English, yeah. and the other half is just really tight about every fucking thing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, do you, did you do comedy when uh, I don't know how long you've been retired now? But um, were you, were you, what do you think of Donald Trump? Is my long long winded way of asking this. Have you changed any of your opinion on him? Or? Yeah, well, you know, he scared the crap out of me when he was first elected, and uh, you know, I cussed him for months and months, but. My big fear was that he was just gonna, he was just crazy and that he might, if get prompted, hit the button to, you know, because he had asked, I don't remember who it was he had asked, he kept asking one of the generals, he said, well, why couldn't we just use nuclear weapons? And the general was like, uh, you know, looking at him like he ought to know why we right. can't just do it. But then he didn't understand. And he, he ended up asking this general three times why we just couldn't use nuclear weapons. And, and that kind of was like, oh, crap, this guy really wants to use nuclear weapons. And yeah. he's probably going to look for a Reason target. To. You yeah. know? Well, you can't but, just... Don't, sorry, go ahead. You know, I think he's... I think now he's going to try to work on his legacy. I think once they get in there, they try to work on their legacy. And this guy's legacy is a little different from the last guy's <laughs> legacy. But, uh, he's pretty you know, anybody he, can we're be doing present. things different than we were. And, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of interesting to watch it yeah. go, go a different, different way. It, you know, it hasn't affected me personally but I have seen it devastate others and I do feel bad about that yeah what what sucks too these days is you know you see people you see different people like your friends on Facebook and we talked about it sometimes you don't even know your friends on there but um, you see people that you know are intelligent with such completely different points of view Mm -hmm. And it's hard to know, like, sometimes, just like with politics, you watch that shit, and it's hard to know, like, well, they all sound like they're making sense, and you read some stuff, and it's just hard to know who actually knows what the hell they're talking mm -hmm. about. I mean, it's hard to throw families, <clears throat> kick them out of the country, but, you know, at some point, maybe we should get a control of our barriers. If we're going to have barriers, right. and if we're not going to have barriers, then... We probably need to, I don't know, there's just a lot of drugs coming. If we're not going to have barriers, that just sounds kind of dangerous right. at this time. You know, maybe later when people are quit doing drugs in the future, <laughs> you know, when everybody's good and everybody's, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Right now, it just seems. Well, we could do the same thing as a wall with just more border patrol and some drones. We don't yeah, need a wall. That's true. And the wall is like. That's true, but some expensive. of the wall looks terrible, and I just think we need to build some new wall where the old wall yeah. looks awful. Some of it's just tin and, and barbed wire, and I'm like, that doesn't look like America. You know, <laughs> we need a better wall that 
to replace that. But you're right. We there's some places where we can't even build a wall. You know. Yeah, like it's down like, the middle of the Rio Grande River or something. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's kind of not. Yeah, feasible. So, I don't know. Um, shit, man, I, I feel bad, Russell, that you don't have anything to do till six a.m. You might have to crash on our couch or some shit. I don't know what. No. Time we get to the airport and get the car checked back in. It's one o'clock in the morning. I, I want to go. I, I like oddly to sit in airports and just people watch. Really? Uh, well, yeah, there's, me too. There's quite I a bit like of to have to go to the bar, have a beer, and just mm-hmm. circle people that I don't like. I haven't been in a bar. I haven't been in a bar in the airport for a, a while now. Do they allow you to? Uh, is it like open all night long? Some no. Sometimes they close. But okay. this one does. What bar? LAX. Well, I, you know what? I don't. I mean, it's they have to abide by the uh, bars have to close at two, uh-huh. two, and you can open it back at six. So, yeah, I'm assuming some bars will stay open later than others, but I can't imagine them just staying open when there's no one, no one there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, uh, my sees Tacy Keach. What's yeah. that? My sees Tacy Keach walk by. Yeah, we've seen some people <laughs> in the airport. Um, I remember in Phoenix, I saw Burt Reynolds and. Uh, the uh, uh, Hugh Hefner, oh yeah, together walking together, but I was a little kid at the time, and I was like, "But you knew who a, they were." Yeah, that was a bit. I, I kind of. I, I was real enamored about Burt Reynolds, and for some reason, my father was more enamored about <laughs> Hefner. But about Hugh Hefner, talk about a hell. Of I really life. knew who Burt was. I did so much know who Hefner was at the time. Yeah. Looking back, it's a pretty cool spot. Yeah. Exciting. Where was that at? That was in Phoenix, at the Phoenix airport. Okay. Yeah. And they were hanging out together. Yeah. I saw Bob Costas in the Louisville, Kentucky airport. He's a little fucker, isn't he? He is a little tiny guy. Yeah. Yeah. Did you talk to Bob Costas? Uh, once again, my girlfriend at the time <laughs> says, holy shit, there's Bob Costas. And... Uh, <clears throat> then we just kind of let him walk over by, and he turns around and goes, "Well, what?" <laughs> you know, he's kind of offended that we just called him out and then didn't want to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, if anything, um, what would you like people to uh, to remember about Jay Scott Holman? Hi, you know. I didn't hurt anybody. Yeah. Not that I can think of. If I did, I'm sorry. But yeah. I well, think I'd... I went through life without hurting too many people. Yeah. Is that something you learned from your mom, or is that just nature? I guess it's, I don't know, it's just nature, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, that's the kind of thing you don't ponder. I tried not to step on people and. That's probably why I didn't get very far. That's probably why nobody <laughs> ever heard of you. You want to It's so true. Most of said that. You know, someone's gotten so high, there's no way they didn't fuck somebody over right. at some point. Well, right. I mean, it can't, it's possible, I'm sure. But yeah. It, it, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's possible or not, but I, I, I try to, like, treat people like you know like you want to be treated no yeah, matter how, no matter who they are you know and uh 
I don't. I definitely don't know if that's the best way to get ahead. No. <laughs> when it comes to this business, especially. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, um, yeah, your way will get you more people at your funeral. You know, yeah, so, well, that's you know. something. That's <laughs> something, I guess. That's my probably one of my biggest fears. Is when I croak, there's like eight people at my funeral. Yeah. Like, oh. well, what are you scared of? You won't know. <laughs> oh, you don't believe in the afterlife, man. Well, I do, but I don't know if that, I don't know if you hover above <laughs> you'll, you'll be taking the, uh, the, uh, uh, yeah, my words are leaving me now, where the, you know, when you first get into heaven, I'm sure, yeah. you're not going to be able to be taking a, uh, What's the word when you first go to college and you have to take a orientation? Orientation. Yeah. 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 You'd probably be too busy. <laughs> Heavy ori- heaven orientation. Write that down. That's funny. Yeah, heaven That's orientation. Funny. Does everyone have their pamphlets? <laughs> this is the bar cloud. This is That's funny. Do you uh do you believe in that stuff? Do you believe in afterlife and all that? I you know I'm kinda of one of those that I don't know. I don't pretend that I know what I know. Yeah, but uh, I hope it's something good or at least not bad. Yeah. Well, I think that either there's something and it's good, or there's it's nothing like and you don't know the difference. Dirt nap. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. And either one of those things aren't too bad because you know you don't remember shit when you go to sleep either. But. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I don't know, I don't, I don't, maybe I'm wrong for it, but I don't believe in hell and all that other stuff. And This pastor I'm friends with told me that there's no mention of the, of hell in the Old Testament of the Bible. Uh, it's just in the I New Testament. I believe the Jewish believe that every, I may be wrong, and if so, I'll probably hear about it, but the, the Jewish believe that no one goes to hell, Yeah. But the Jewish people will have a higher level of heaven hmm. and the rest of us will be, you know, washing their feet. Great. You have a working it. class in heaven now too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well I I didn't never actually heard that part but I mean neither. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of different beliefs out there. But it, it to your point, it cracks me up when people think like like even my brother who I love more just about anybody in the whole world, he, he, <laughs> you know, he was like, well, they believe X, Y, Z, and was just so incredulous about it, and I'm like, well, if they probably think this, some of the shit you believe is weird, too, and who's to say who's right, yeah. and who's wrong, and, you know, I just have a hard time believing that you're going to go to, afterwards, you're going to meet God, and he's going to be like, well, turns out, this faith was right, and all of the rest of you are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> You say there's no hell, but I'm going to say 405 and 101 at 5, 5 p.m. is pretty damn close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope people can hear you on this thing. I don't ah, know if they can right. hear you or not, Todd. But he said that the 405 at 5 p.m. is probably the closest to hell that, <laughs> that it could be imagined. And, and that might be true. There's something very draining about that fucking drive in particular. sucks the life out of you. We are about to get out of here and go get some... Uh, Chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll go back by my house then after that and 
Maybe you guys can follow me to my house. I bet Courtney Cox will be over (laughs) (laughs) with Kareem Abdul Jabbar. (laughs) Such such weird uh, actors don't want to see. I want to see Kareem Abdul Jabbar and Courtney Courtney Cox Cox. in the same room. I really want to see Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Are you on Facebook, Russell? Uh, You know, about once a week, but I am on Facebook. What's your Facebook handle? Uh, just, just Russell Hitchie, or H-I-C-H-E-Y, Russell. We're going to get you some fans. Uh-huh. Russell uh-huh. Russell was a sprint car racer. He was a, that's what he did for a living for a long time. Oh, wow. He's a badass. And nobody knows who that, what that is. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what sprint car racing yeah, is. I'm from Texas. Don't oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been to Devil's Bowl many times, man. What's that? I've been to Devil's Bowl many times. Uh, Any, anything else oh. you want to say, Jay Scott? I've had a beautiful time. I enjoyed seeing you last night. Yeah, we a baseball game. Yeah, we went to the Dodger game last night. Me and my friend Brian Pinnock and Russell and uh, Jay Scott Holman. And it's funny, I didn't get an invite. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was kind of a last minute thing, but uh, yeah, we had a it good, worked out good. We had a good time, and I, I'm glad that we got to hang out some on this on this trip. And you made time for us to be on the podcast and all that stuff. It means a lot to me and. Uh, and and I'm not lying when I say your CD is the funniest thing I've ever heard, and and you were kind of a big deal to me before I even met you, um, and then I met you, and you were. <laughs> 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 no, I was more disappointed that you didn't remember any of the kick-ass bits that that you had done. I was like, I was like, why don't you do this bit or that bit? And I, I, I don't know how far I, how I got as far as I did with it memory I have. And then I would I would do his bit like verbatim and and he would it was, this was on a trip that we took. We drove three hours each way to get a bag of pot <laughs> of at doing those Branson gigs because they were so bad. We were, after, <laughs> after one of the shows we were like let's yeah, we, were, we were the youngest like, people in town. Well this so. was back in the day. This was fifteen years ago when you couldn't just buy a pot it was yeah. a big deal so He's yeah we drove narcotic. three hours each way to some to get some pot from my roommate and on that trip i would quote most of jay scott's bits from this cd and uh he'd laugh and he'd go, i didn't remember any of them so i just laughed <laughs> yeah he'd laugh like <laughs> he'd never heard heard shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i can do most of his stuff and uh I'd, he'd laugh his ass off and he'd go yeah that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you ever hear of my act, I do a roofie joke, and that uh, Jay Scott gave me that joke. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a damn good roofie joke too. <laughs> yeah, he told me once. He goes, "You can have that entire album." I'm like, "You need to sell it to Larry the Cable Guy for a million dollars, or maybe that was your idea, but you could have." Shit, he wouldn't have been able to pull off half of it, and he wouldn't have made it as funny as, as it is. But did you ever think about selling that CD to anybody? Anybody big? Ah, no. Shit, man. No, you that's a good idea, though. It is. You should, uh, you should call your buddy Ron White and say, hey, you can have every joke on here except Tim Gaither's new roofie joke. <laughs> and <laughs> probably give you a million dollars for that. Is shit. that even on that one? Yeah, the roof is I, believe it, I believe it is. Yeah. Wow. Ron White was another person I got starstruck because I grew up on his stuff too, and I saw him here once, and he came around the corner, and I just went, "Holy shit!" Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what else to say, and he just went, "I don't know," and just kept walking. Right. Yeah. Again, somebody, two, two of my comedy heroes, and I just somebody introduced me to him one night here at the comedy store, and I was like, "Yeah, I actually, 
speaking of saying something stupid to people, I was like, yeah, I actually worked with you once a long time ago at the Omaha Funny Bone or something. He's like, oh, well, the Funny Bone, well, shit, I remember that. And I'm like, I didn't mean like we were best friends, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> but he acted like, oh, well, sure, I remember it, you know, like, you dickhead. <laughs> We thought we saw him driving a Rolls Royce the other day, and we followed him for about, <laughs> followed him for about a mile and a half. And then I remember I had his phone number, and I said, "Oh shit!" I, we couldn't determine whether or not it was him or not. So I finally just called him and asked him if he was driving a Rolls Royce on Benedict Canyon. And yeah. No, he said he he said he was either in uh, he said he said I'm uh, he said I'm in Boise, Idaho, or Salt Lake City. He didn't know which. <laughs> Not certain which. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but he, he's a nice guy once you get to talking to him. But uh, I've heard, yeah, yeah, I felt like an idiot when I said that to him because he just looked at me like, boy, I don't remember the funny bone 15 years ago. <laughs> I've done a lot of shit and drinking since then. <laughs> I don't remember the funny bone five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. We'd drive him around. He was in Little Rock around. We'd drive him around when he was still doing stuff with you and... Mark Gross and we'd take Ron White and him and yeah back back when he lived yeah, in Mexico in Mexico or Longview Texas or where well he's one of those guys that'll give you hope in this business because he was he was us for fifteen years oh yeah you know he was just a really good road comic and got really good at comedy before somebody noticed him and a lot of people nowadays get noticed before they're really ready worth noticing yeah you know and. Uh, so they kind of go the back way, you know, like nowadays you can get a big social media following before you're actually good at stand-up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so guys like that give me hope, you know, <laughs> just keep going and getting... Keep Ronnie getting, Dangerfield didn't get famous till he was 55. Yeah, everybody brings up Dangerfield. I'm like, that's one fucking dude. <laughs> yeah, the swim is swim to none, but Dangerfield did it. Yeah, just let me cling on to that, okay? <laughs> Anyways, anything anybody else wants to say? Before we wrap this bitch up, Todd, where can people find you, buddy? Uh, Instagram, funny mofo. Funny mofo. One word. Todd Larson and Jay Scott's on Facebook. Uh, you got a specific handle or just is it just Scott? Just the initial J Scott Homan H O M A N. Yeah, and on uh, Facebook. He will repost this uh, podcast, and my website is timgathercomedy.com. I've got a lot of dates coming up, and as always, go to Making It Happen. Help out little Bo Macon, M-A-C-A-N, It Happen. He's got a very rare disease, and a uh, sweet little boy. Such a rare disease, they named the shit after him. So uh, wow. Wow. go to his website and uh, help him out, and all my social media links are on timgathercomedy.com. Uh, Facebook.com slash Tim Gaither Comedian. Actually, I just fucked that up. Disregarded that. But it's uh, YouTube.com slash Tim Gaither. And we're going to have a bunch of stuff on there pretty soon. I'm excited about it. And, uh, yeah, thanks for coming in today, guys. I appreciate it. God bless all of you. I enjoyed it. Thanks, buddy. You are funny, dude. I, I, I enjoyed working with you. Yeah, I even, was... even though it took us three, six hours to get pot. <laughs> but if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have got pot at all. <laughs> And I don't know if I've laughed harder in six hours than I did on that particular trip. So I uh, really enjoyed seeing you. And let's go get some fucking chicken and waffles. Let's do it. All right. God bless. Love you. Bye-bye.